Hey, what's up, everybody? So, first of all, I understand it's been a couple of weeks. Appreciate the patience. Um, we, you know, we just really wanted the dust to settle on this on this free agency craziness that's been going on the last couple of weeks. We got all kinds of trades to get to, all kinds of uh, breaking NFL news. We're going to touch on a little bit of March Madness. Um, if you're hearing this, you're hearing this now. You're probably listening to this over the weekend or possibly on Monday even. We break live on the pod. Shout out the St. Peter's Peacocks. Advancing to the Elite Eight, absolutely crazy finish there. And then uh, no path this week. Uh, we do have a little little guest appearance. He's on spring break right now. So it's just me and Beef. It's just me and Beefy this week, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We get to everything that you want to hear. All the NFL news. Sit back, enjoy episode fifty-six. Shout out Super Bowl fifty-six of the PBR Sports Pod. to bed especially on football nowadays they parted ways but still talk once a week so thanks for stopping in just to listen to us speak Pat and beef and Russ discuss who's real and who's a fraud it's the PBR sports pod All right, we're recording. We like doing the cold opens anyway. Go ahead and fill up your thunder mug, Beefy. What's going on, bro? It's been a long. It's been a long time since we recorded. What's up, doggy? Nothing, man. Just same old shit. Hell yeah. Staying uh, busy as hell with the city. Living it up in our new uh, apartment. Hell yeah! You you need to get some stuff up on your wall there, so I can like you know it looks more lived in. We have talked about doing um, eventually. Doing like ironic art, you know what I mean? No. Like, like you can like there's those awkward couple photos that you see on the internet <laughs> that people do in serious, but they're just terrible. It just the problem is it only works if you have other shit on the walls. Like it needs to blend in. You need to be looking at random like, uh... cheap paintings of. Venice, and then look over and be like, "Oh my god, why are you all wearing those outfits?" You know yeah, I mean? or like one where like Christie's like behind you, and you guys are standing at an angle, and she's like got her arm wrapped around around your waist. Yeah, or just awkward art in general. My buddy Marshall back in the day, I met. He had all these photos of his family on his coffee table, and then he had one framed photo, one framed headshot of Kanye West, just <laughs> blended in. And if you weren't, if you didn't go and look at each one, you'd never see it. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. That's funny. I want some shit like that. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, man, we've had all kinds of, all kinds of sports stuff has been going on. I mean, there's a big basketball tournament going on this month that I'm sure we'll touch on a little bit later. We'll probably save that for the end. Um, I do want to give a shout out though, before, in case we don't get to it, Shout out to the Iowa State Cyclones men's basketball team and the women's. One of three schools to send their men's and women's program to the Sweet 16. So looking forward to that game tonight. They play uh, a red-hot Miami team tonight at about close to 11 o'clock Eastern time. So got that to look forward to. Um, We've also got about two weeks worth of NFL news to catch up on, and I figure we are just going to get balls deep in it. 
Before we get too deep into anything, though, I, I do need to clear. Everyone knows I'm a Chiefs fan. Everyone that listens to this podcast knows I'm a huge Chiefs fan. So I got to talk about something difficult that's uh, that's gone down in Kansas City. I've been trying to avoid this conversation for a little while now, but the Chiefs. Yeah, that's all right. This is a safe place. Yeah, the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs lost a guy to a to a team that I n- I never thought that he would go to. They lost a guy that, I mean, when I when I think of like some of my best memories ever as a Chiefs fan yeah. in my adult years now, I think of this guy. When I when I think of like Mount Rushmore of like all time Chiefs, all time Chiefs, all time nickname, a guy that does something that like nobody can do, plays a role on the team that like literally nobody can do, and hope forever hold a spot in my heart. And of course, I'm talking about that the New Orleans Saints acquired safety Dirty Dan Sorensen a couple hours ago, and I'm completely <laughs> broken up yeah. about it, dude. I was hoping that's what you were doing. I'm completely broken up about it, dude. Dirty Dan, what I think back to – so he's been playing for the Chiefs for eight – he played eight years in Kansas City. His whole career he's been in Kansas City. And That's right. Seriously, some of the best memories, dude. I, all the way back to remember – remember when Tom Brady was done back in 2014? When Dirty Dan yeah. had a pick six his, his rookie year? People forget mm-hmm. about that. They're, man, the, the and then, of course, the wild card game against, against the Texans. Who could forget – the fourth down stop on the fake punt, followed by the kick return, forced fumble. Dude's a baller, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. That's all. That's all I really have to I say. Mean, New Orleans, because he's, you know, he has the the dirty connotation. Even though he's not dirty, he gets he he does get hit with the dirty tag a lot. You know, for being listen, he's just a hard nosed football player. He gets hit with that dirty tag a lot. It does it does fit that he would end up in New Orleans then, because where you know. They got dirty boys down there. Well, I, I I just assume that he went down there because Sean Payton's addicted to signing Mormons. Yeah, but Sean Payton's not there. Oh, sorry. I did my bad. Whoever the their GM is then. I totally forgot that Sean Payton left, which is weird because I'm the only one that watched that home game. Movie. I know. My brain did the same thing at first. I was like, oh, he's playing for headhunter Sean Payton. And I was like, oh wait, Sean Payton retired. Yeah. For now. We'll see. That shit got overlapped like a motherfucker. With all the news that's going around, what the Sean Payton thing? Yeah, uh, I, I, this, the Dirty Dan thing to me is the biggest news of free agency so far. Um, no, seriously well, though. And, uh, yeah, uh, seriously well, though, we'll get, we'll get to we'll get to the Tyree Kill stuff. I've got several things to say about it. Um, we will do, of course, our our typical, you know, how do you do's here before we get into some football. You got anything you want to you want to get into? Yeah, dude, we um we had a weird day today. We woke up a little late, had to go to the gym, couldn't get our our meal right. So we were like, all right, we're just gonna have one giant epic meal, and it'll just be our fix for the day. So we just combined like a bunch of breakfast and lunch and stuff into like one giant. We did bowls, but in conjunction with that, we did make these things that uh, I've learned how to make at the station. They're super easy. They feel like a – I don't want to sound like some fucking dumb bitch on TikTok and be like, it's a meal hack. <laughs> um, but it kind of it kind of is. Uh, and I figured I, I, I'd show you – we've got a – we made way too many of them because we were snacking the whole time we were cooking. Um, so what you do, right, is you go buy – you basically – these in the version we make are spicy stuffed croissants. 
So what you do is you go get the Pillsbury fucking croissant things for like two dollars right. or whatever. They come in that little eight count, right? Pop the tube, unroll them bitches. You're ready to go. Then you cook up some breakfast sausage. Now we make a spicy version, so I get like the Jimmy Dean or whatever the fuck hot sausage breakfast shit. Throw some jalapenos in there, sriracha, whatever the fuck you want to do. Right when the sausage is almost done, you get a whole ass brick of fucking cream cheese and you mix it into the sausage. Then you take a spoon, like a regular ass kitchen spoon, and one modest dollop on each one of the little croissant things. Then you roll them like little fucking burritos, throw them in the oven, and what you fucking get, my friend is these perfect little fucking breakfast hot pockets. And on the inside of each... Ow, dude, fuck. Sorry, my finger can't leave this glass of water for more than 10 seconds. Also, for the listeners, I burned the shit out of myself. And if I remove my hand from water, much like a fish, it dies. Yeah, <laughs> um. yeah also on behalf of me and the listeners, um, we just want to thank you for your service, as a, for what you do for the community and the injuries that, that you you know, come across because of your line of work. Yeah, I totally burned my, these two fingers in the line of duty and not checking a fucking stovetop burner like a fucking retard. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I don't, I have a dip in now. I should have waited so that I could bite into one of those things and show you. Hun, do you mind taking a bite out of one of those so I could show Russ? What's up? Dude, these things are fucking incredible and they're so fucking easy to make, dude. <laughs> I, I know you've been on a, a kick lately of like cooking cool new shit. Oh yeah. That's what I was going to do. Cause this is like, we're, we're in just full kitchen corner now. Cause I just got a Blackstone and yeah, you, I've sent you guys the pictures of my, yeah, it just comes out. You get a little sausage and cheese fucking croissant pocket. Dude, these things oh, fucking yeah. rule. Oh yeah. But it dude. is nap city, dude. If you eat that afterwards, bro, you, you are a tired boy. Oh, I don't doubt yeah, I No, I should not eat it anymore. The problem is, too, is that I'm not eating two of those things. I'm eating five, six, seven of those fuckers. Oh, no, no, no. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, we just made such a giant breakfast with it that, like, I mean, we made, like, potato, egg, guacamole, salsa, steak, bacon, chicken, bowls. Totally. Those things, actually, those things really remind me of just, like, insert, like, classic, like, Midwestern appetizer that, like, Aunt Donna brings over to a family function. Honestly, dude, if you if you're anybody listening, the recipe is exactly what I just said. It's not complicated. If you're going to some sort of fucking thing and you're expected to bring a, a food, it's a relatively cheap. Actually, it's very cheap. The croissant thing's like three dollars. The sausage is like three dollars. Um, it makes you look like a bad motherfucker to show up with like stuffed, perfect-looking croissants that kick ass, and it's fucking really easy. Um. Yeah, it's a good Aunt Donna brought over her famous fucking whatever, even though it's like easy as hell to make. Yeah, I've I, I've uh, established myself as I am veggie platter guy, which is also very cheap and easy. We've been making our own hummus, so I've just been like cutting up yeah. pep- peppers and celery and carrots, and it bangs. And it uh, it is the yin to it is the yin to everyone else's yang that brings over the the little smokies and the uh, the stuffed the stuffed uh, homemade hot pockets that that you're making. Yeah, now that you are exploring with the, the the Blackstone, you should really elevate out of being the veggie platter guy 
that's not you, bro. You're so much better than that. The veggie platter guy is like, come on, bro. No, the veggie platter that's guy like the is guy, essential. That's like the guy at the um, the potluck who's like, yeah, I'll bring drinks. That's like, uh, um, <laughs> it also reminds me, have you ever seen the movie Year One with uh, Jack Black? At the very beginning, yeah, it's been a long time, but yeah. At the very beginning of it, they're like, there's like the the hunters and the gatherers, and Michael Sarah's character is a gatherer, not a hunter. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of what it reminds me of too. <laughs> but yeah, man, the Blackstone has been has been has been lit. No pun intended. It has uh, been crazy. It's been the temperatures have kind of been all over the place this week, so I haven't really been able to get out there at all this week. But yeah, last last week, and I sent you guys the pictures. I went full hibachi chef, and then the next morning went full uh, Waffle House line cook. So the Waffle House move is next level. Oh, dude, yeah, I've been watching uh my new favorite like brand of YouTube videos has just been like YouTubing Blackstone like fixins. Um, you were talking about the gym though, and that just reminded me. The only other thing that I wanted to bring up that's not sports related. Uh, I have been back in the gym consistently for the first time in a while, I've been kind of dicking around running, doing all doing stuff to stay active, but I've been like lifting again consistently for the first time in a while. And I did something that I never thought I would do in like my weightlifting life. And I did it purely for financial reasons and for um, convenience reasons. And I got a $10 membership to Planet Fitness. And let me tell you before, before, before you, you start roasting. Me, I mean, before, you're, you're dead to me before I was going to say, before you do all this, let, let me tell you, dude, I'm right there. I, I get it. And I deserve everything that you're about to say to me. But Planet Fitness, dude, it's even worse than I thought it was. Yeah, dude, dude. it's a fucking nightmare. Honestly, it, it works. If you, it works. If you had opened this with, if you had opened this with, hey, man, we haven't talked in a few weeks. And just so you know, like, I've been really looking into current events. And I think Russia really has a a strong case for like why they're killing all these Ukrainians. I would listen to that argument longer than I would listen to you getting a planet fitness membership. Dude, it's purely dude. It, it, it's purely for financial reasons and because, and, and for convenience. That's, that's it. Honestly, it's inconvenient. They have, they have kind of like ish what I, what I need to do, but really it's more no, about dude. just, it's more about just getting into it because it, it's really not feasible at all for me to go to go to the gym at Iowa state or pay for, the membership for the, the, the local gym right here. It's just not. Also, I don't update, wanna, like, there's no level of convenience that makes it worth it. it it's dude, it, it, This is like if you were going through, if you were a single man and you were going through a dry spell and you were like, man, dude, I just cannot find one single drop of pussy anywhere. And you were like, you know, I'm going to be honest, man, just to get some action, I've been sucking off some dudes that have been <laughs> interested in me. Like that argument is stronger to me. Um, for you to be like out of convenience i have to go to planet fitness there's gyms everywhere bro there's gyms everywhere i I refuse to believe that you cannot find a quality gym somewhere yeah i just i know i I knew this was coming when when, when, as soon as i as soon as i opened my mouth about this no chrissy's trying to get your back in the other room yeah he said it's financial ten dollars gyms gyms Plenty of gyms are like ten, fifteen dollars a month, not just Planet Fitness. Not around here, bro. This isn't the this isn't wild ass Florida. I do. Uh, also, you have hookups. There's not something around. There's not something else around that's cheap. There's the there's even Bailey's is cheap and that's decent. Dude, I I mean I go to Iowa State, so I have the the gym there, but it's like it just doesn't. Yeah, dude, the college gyms are good gyms. 
one, they're insanely busy. So it's like, it's hard to ever. The, Doesn't the matter, dude. Doesn't matter. I would build my own gym like Rocky four before I worked out at a planet fitness. I mean, for a while there, I was just doing like the at home workout stuff. And that wasn't definitely was not doing it for me. Um, anyway, we're getting totally sidetracked here. Cause the point that I wanted to make about it is how just ridiculous planet fitness is just like philosophically, like what they stand for is just so yeah, I've been kicked out of a planet fitness. it's just so ridiculous, dude. Cause they've, they've got all this shit everywhere. It's all, it's all about, it's all about judgment free shit. And that's like their big thing is like, we're a judgment free place, but it's all, it's all, right, revolved, it's a woke gym. but it's, it's, it's all revolved around the idea that all of our judgment is focused on one type of person. So it's like they are judging people. They're just ju- they're just not judging like the betas. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's a gym where if you're if you're too strong, you're not you're not allowed to go there. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's it is it is it is pretty crazy. Um the yeah. It's like a country club for poor people. It's like if you showed up and they were like show us your uh tax like show us your tax forms. How much money mm-hmm. did you make last year? Sorry, you make too much money to uh play shuffleboard here it also is uh it also is it's a pretty good like confidence boost to be like man i've been out of the gym for a while like and like i'm 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 gonna feel like a loser going back like everyone's gonna be so you're by far the strongest dude there i'm i'm yeah (laughs) i'm in a certain i'm in a certain percentile (laughs) i'll say that um yeah you're flirting with not being allowed in there no 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 i'm not not there yet i'm not there yeah, wear a tank top in there, dude. What's I got up? kicked out of there for wearing a tank top. That's wild because dudes wear tank tops to this one and nobody gives a shit. No, no, no. You just you have to be under a certain size to wear a tank top in there. That's true. That's a good point. It's the gayest. Excuse me. It's the most anti-football. They're into anti-football. <laughs> here we go. Let's be PC here. Um, yeah. Before we get into. Uh, Actual some some actual football talk. I do want to give a quick shout. Hey, also I'm, I feel like I'm echoing on your end. Is there something going on over there? Uh, I don't think so. But here I'll turn you down. That yeah. should help a little bit. There we go. Okay, that that's better. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to uh, we've we've had some new listeners, so I just want to give a shout out to the uh, the Iowa State boys, Jack, Brock, Mason, the rest of the gang. I don't if I if, if I'm if I'm excluding people, it, I'm. I don't mean to, but we, we appreciate the lessons and I really appreciate a lot of the talks that I've gotten into at the veteran center because of the new listeners and some of the, the conversations that have, have been sparked because of this podcast. So they all, I, I am now able to reference you there and they know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And even though they've never met Jack you. Brock and Mason all sound like not only guys that would listen to this, but guys that definitely live in Iowa. I actually wanted to. I wanted to get Jack on. Jack yesterday. Brock and Mason definitely don't live in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Just to pick a random city. No, they live Atlanta. in Atlanta. They live in Central Iowa for sure. Yeah, I bet. Um, but yeah, let's with all it. the Kylers. How do you want to do this? All the Skylers. <laughs> how do you How do you want to do this? Because um, I've got I've got notes going back. to Honestly, March. dude. I mean, if you've got bullet points, I've got some in my head. And we're on a kind of a time crunch. We should really. There's been so much news, and some of it's recent. Some of it's been over the past week and a half. I don't feel like any of it needs to be addressed in any timely manner. We can just start okay. firing. All right, if I'm just going to something you really want to get to. Both our teams have made big moves. Let's bring. Biggest, back. I guess we should start with. Let's the just. Goat. Do, I want to do. 
I want to do something quick though. Let's let's I I'll, I have a, a proposal okay. for you. I'm just going to okay. start asking questions, and you just start answering the questions, and we'll do it. We'll, we'll we'll throw we'll do a little throwback to speaking to speaking to awesome. speaking to Mr. Jack. He was listening to Really Really in the Veterans Center uh, the other day. So let's throw back to our, our Really Really segment. And uh-huh. really really, who who is who is really really the best has made the the most drastic improvements to their roster over the course of the last two weeks out of everybody in the NFL. Tom Brady. So the the Bucks basically, or the, the 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 Tampa Bay Brady's. Yeah, I mean it's the the biggest change in free agency is yeah Tom Brady came out of retirement and now the Buccaneers are a team. Literally, I mean without Tom Brady, they're staring down the barrel of. Uh, I mean, who who's going to be their quarterback? I mean, you have to imagine Kyle Trask, right? Maybe no. maybe maybe they go pick up Baker. I don't know. Oh. That actually makes a fuck ton of sense. But either way, they're a team that went from me being complete disregard, they're out, and that the NFC South is 1,000% up for grabs and it's comprised of only bad teams, to, oh, okay, the Bucks are not only going to win their division, but they're back in the potentially the NFC Conference Championship. Well, without, well yeah, w- without a doubt. I think their Super Bowl odds are still like – I think they're top, top five in, in Super Bowl odds right That's now. That's what I mean, dude. It, it literally goes from – Hey, you guys are dead in the water as a team. To oh, you've got a shot again. That that so yeah, it's 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 cheap. It's a cop out, but that was of course that was the biggest swing. Other than that, in free agency, my real answer probably what you were looking for. Um, oh, is it the Raiders? I was I wasn't gonna is say that. I'm just gonna, you know what? Circle the let's circle the AFC West in general. The AFC West just became a fucking. Well, dog fight, dude. Three, three out of the four drastically improved. Kansas City, you, you just you can't say Kansas City. They just lost Tyreek Hill, so you, you just yeah. you simply can't say Kansas City. Also, I think this goes without saying. When you go to four straight conference conference championship games and two Super Bowls in that and win one of them, it's almost impossible to, to keep getting better. You have no place to go but down, essentially, or to. I mean, as an outside observer, I think. Losing Tyreek Hill makes this more interesting because the other teams all got better, and now the question is like, uh, did the Chiefs just get like a whatever the margin is? Did you guys get marginally worse? Yeah, Tyreek Hill. Um, and I if mean, we're, so okay, let's start. Let's start in your neighborhood. If we're just AFC gonna, West, go ahead. Well, I mean, pick a team and let's fucking. I was going to say the Broncos. What they did? I was going to say the Broncos. The Broncos were my like. All right, Broncos. They've done. They've done as every, a as a. Man, I wish Pat – I'll tell you what. Actually, Pat is here. Pat? Uh, Yeah, well, Russ actually loves the Broncos. I'll just say it. Crucify me. Uh, so, Russ is probably happy for Russ that Russ is getting to watch Russ be a Bronco. That's me speaking yeah. for Russ. Hey, just Pat, Pat, I know – Pat, real, real quick, I just want to get your 10-second take because I know you're on spring break right now and you don't have a ton of time. Yeah, also, Pat, I'm What's your take on Rodgers uh, and Devontae? Titty City. Titty <laughs> Is that what they call? I don't know where he's at. He's in South Carolina somewhere. Uh, yeah, Devontae Adams. Uh, you asked me. Complete fraud. Uh, totally, total joke. Honestly, we'll see what he does without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, this guy, Derek Carr, what, do they even know each other? Are they even friends? Have they even met before? Yeah, whatever. 
Nope. Actually, Pat, they were uh, roommates in college, and that's where Devontae went to college, and him and Derek Carr have a massive rapport and a relationship. Oh, whatever. So that, that's supposed to matter? Yeah, whatever. He's not on the pack. He's dead to me, so uh, hook him. Yeah, it's actually baseball season, so I don't even care about football. Yeah, actually, I'm a baseball fan, so whatever. I'm and just happy I'm, that the CBA got signed. Yeah, and the Milwaukee Bucks are still the shit, so whatever. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. All right, yeah, I'm going to go look at tits and drink Schlitz. Schlitz and tits. Later. <laughs> later, Pat. All right. I'm sure we'll hear from Pat again. The Broncos, the, the, the Broncos, though, I've been saying, I, I've been preaching this for two years now, and now the chickens are coming to roost because now I have to, I have to now lay in the bed that I've made for the last two years, and we're going to see what the Broncos do. I've been saying for two years now that the Broncos are a quarterback away from being like a fucking threat. I could Fine, do it. but you've also said for a couple years now that Russell Wilson's not a top five quarterback. But here's my my take with the Broncos. Is, is this like they, the don't, happy they don't they don't they don't need a top five quarterback. They need a guy that can they can like go win them. They can be that guy. They need a guy moments. that's not Drew Locke. I think I'm a better quarterback than Drew Locke. But they the, my my stance has never been that they need some elite quarterback. They just need a good quarterback, and which they haven't had since Peyton Manning. Would you agree with that? Um, yeah, true, true. They haven't even had a – they've had a barely serviceable quarterback since since Peyton Manning. Who's Who the, did they have that was good before Manning? T- T- Tebow? <laughs> for, I mean, I'll, 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 excluding – Tim Tebow for six games. Uh, oh, also a uh, uh, good good comparison that, that was brought up today. It was we were, trying to, we were trying to, like, figure out, like, what is Jalen Hurts. I said Jalen Hurts is, is peak Tebow at all times. No, peak. I think Tebow. This is going to be unpopular. Tebow at his best is better than the average Jalen Hurts. I think they're. I think it's pretty much the same. But anyway, that's aside the point. Because the Broncos yeah, made the Broncos have made the, the Broncos NFC have made other moves though. Is a whole separate can of worms. They did uh, lose. They did lose in that trade though. They they sent Noah Fant pack into Seattle, which. I mean, it sucks. Kill yourself, Noah Fant. Sorry, sorry for your luck. They sent Drew Locke too. Is Drew Locke going to start? Who's starting for the Seahawks? I can't imagine it would be Drew Locke. I'm still. I mean, we'll, we'll still wait. And this is so crazy because we're going to be jumping all over the place because so much has happened. Because we haven't even gotten to the Browns, but I think Baker. I think Baker might go there. Baker makes sense. I mean, they're not going to be able to draft him. But dude, they're they're apparently they're willing to sell off the whole team. There's talks that Tyler Lockett and um, oh, I, I'd be remiss while we're talking about Seattle to not mention. That tweet that I sent the screenshot of to you oh, guys. You, yeah, what what about? Because there was so much going on in that thread that I was like, what What are you? Are you trying to roast yeah, me so, right uh, now? Like, a what, reporter what? for Kansas City quote tweeted an NFL rumor from uh, The Athletic or one of these guys, one of these magazines saying that rumors are spreading that DK Metcalf is on the trading block and the Seahawks are open to trades. And this Chiefs beat reporter quote tweeted that and said, yeah, the door's open. And DK Metcalf quote tweeted that and said, close the door. I heard it gets cold there. Um, which to me, that now I understand when I texted the roasted caption to you guys, you might have been reading the thread where a bunch of Chiefs fans were like firing off at DK. But to me, that was like a fuck you, Kansas City. It's cold and I'm not interested. 
I don't understand that because, dude, you live in Seattle. There's no way that it gets that much colder or warmer in Seattle. Either the joke was just because you guys play snow games and Seattle does, and Seattle plays rain games. You know I hope, I, mean? I hope, I fucking hope so badly that Seattle gets scheduled to play like at Lambeau and like at Pittsburgh, like in December next year. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, schedule, schedule should be coming out here. Want to come to Kansas City? Because I mean, right now, who is his quarterback? Right now, it's Drew Locke. As of right now, if the season started today, it'd be Drew Locke. You don't think? What what are you about to say? Geno Smith? Um Yeah. No, dude, no, dude. Would... No, I think Drew Locke would start over Geno Smith. Come on. I'm not I'm not fucking around no. when I say if I was the GM or if I was Pete Carroll, I think I'd throw Geno Smith out there before Drew. Right. Drew Locke well, is a fucking I don't um, want to do, I don't want to dwell on Drew Locke because there's way Drew Locke doesn't deserve all this all this attention that we're giving him right now. But I will meet you in the middle and say that there could be a quarterback battle. But I also think that they're going to sign a veteran before they. But I don't think either one of them actually actually starts. And I'll, I'll leave I would that. start a quarterback with one eye and six fingers between two hands. Arrange them however you want over Drew Locke. I don't know, man. Drew Locke is he's not good, but he's also like he's. He, terrible. He can make like I don't know. He's, I, he's I'm done. Terrible. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about Drew Locke anymore. All right, moving on. Next team in the AFC West. Well, no, dude, dude, we've got another. We've got a, another splash new that the Broncos made. Dude, that Randy Gregory deal came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah. For them, that's a huge pickup for them. And the fact that the Cowboys couldn't get that done, dude, the Cowboys are on my block for teams that got drastically worse in the offseason. I don't know what's going it on. It is odd that the Cowboys are making – did you see they hired Brian Schottenheimer today also? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, you can have him. We fired him. doesn't matter. But I, it does feel like one of those teams that's like, man, you guys finally are finally like competitive again. You know, even Cowboys haters are kind of showing you all a little bit of love. And in this offseason – you're just like fuck it, dude. Like y'all let Lael Collins go, um, let Amari Cooper go. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get, I, it, I don't get it. We, uh, um, I feel like we are at a good, a, a pretty good stopping point right now, though. So let's. Do you want to go ahead and hit the bongos a little bit early here, and we'll get in, jump into the net, uh, jump, uh, jump right back into this. Yeah. All right. All right here we are. We're back again. Actually, I, I didn't bring this up on the on the last segment. This is actually episode fifty six, which uh, I guess we don't need to bring up any players here because we just had Super Bowl fifty six. So shout out Rams, good job, good job Matt Stafford. Also part of that Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford and nobody else. Fuck everybody else. Matt Stafford got a uh, extension, so good for him. Also, that uh, I, I don't know if you've been watching March Madness, but Matt Stafford has actually got a pretty funny AT and T commercial that's been running all March Madness. Have you seen? Have you seen what I'm talking have, about? I have not watched have you, any March. Madness. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Um, so yeah. March. So so every single March Madness, there's the Lily, AT and T commercials. Uh, Coach K's got one that's really fucking stupid, and he he's a bad actor in it, and it's it's kind of cringe to watch. Matt Stafford's though is actually really funny. Um, he's basically it, she's talking about getting like a new phone and like trading trading your old phone in for a, a new one. And he's like, wait, yeah. so even if I love my old phone for for eleven years and I wouldn't trade. I I wouldn't trade all the memories for the world, but I can get this new phone and enjoy immediate success. And she's like, "Yep." 
And then he like gives a he gives like a look. He gives like a look to the camera. But yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty funny. So yeah, that happens. That that covers. It'd be funnier if uh, if she was like, "Yeah, you can uh, totally commit yourself to this new phone and then call off the engagement whenever you want." What if that that would be like if Aaron Aaron Rodgers was in the commercial, right? Well, yeah. I mean, it would be a slight at the fact that Aaron Rodgers got engaged to her and then cut it off. <laughs> to her? What? Yeah, the AT and T chick, right? Was he engaged to her? No, no. You're thinking of John Mayer. No, dude. Aaron Rodgers was with her. Dude, you are high, dude. You are fucking high. What are you talking about? Who was Aaron Rodgers just engaged to? Shailene Woodley. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although Lily from AT and T might be next. Who knows? No, wasn't wasn't John Mayer fucking around with her? It wasn't wasn't that the thing? I don't know, dude. Both of them are just notorious pussy hounds. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Um. So we all right. So we covered we covered the Rogers extension with Pat, and Pat also talked to us about the the, the, the uh, Devonte deal. Um, which, by the way, so I, I want to talk about. We'll, we'll talk about the Chargers first, and then we'll talk about Tyreek Hill. The Chargers, couple of huge signings. They got Khalil Mack, and they signed Mister Int to a five year deal. Um. I'm scared of the Chargers. I, I do. I do this every offseason. I don't know why I do this, but I'm scared of the Chargers. They scare me every. every I'll tell you off-season. what, dude. The, the, I, I, the thing that you left off there before you finished that sentence, I think the the, the best move they made. I know what you're going to say. Resigning Mike Williams. That's yep. I knew. I knew you were going to say that. He was. If he had gone to free agency, he was going to be my number one. Jaguars should go target. Number one. Dude, he would have. Dude, you you guys paid. You guys, you guys gave Christian Kirk the bag to get to get Mike Williams. You guys would have had to basically given him like forty percent of the franchise. Yeah, we'll go over the Christian Kirk deal. It's actually not structured the way everybody thinks it is. I really hope it's not. Um, the Brandon Sheriff signing was good though. We'll get we'll get we'll get to Jack's talk later. Um, so yeah, that's the Chargers, and then let's talk about let's talk about this Tyree Kill trade, man, because I feel like. I feel like for the last couple of days, this is all I've been hearing about, and it hurts. It hurts a lot to see, honestly. I joked around about the the Dan Sorens thing at the top, and we kind of I kind of brushed off the Tyree Kill thing. But let's actually let's actually talk about this because this is out of everything that's happened this offseason, and I don't think this is just recency bias. I think this is the biggest move that's happened in free agency so far. Slash, I mean, we don't count Tom. I don't know. I think Devontae Adams. Well. The Devonte Adams yeah, thing. Okay. The, the Devonte Adams thing was more expected. We 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 kind of knew that something like that was was likely to happen. I feel like okay. the Tyler yeah. Kill shit yeah. kind of came yeah. out of nowhere, and there was only there was only really one talking head in the media that was talking about this, you know, months ago, and that was me. I I called this I called this Tyree <laughs> Kill trade. I called this Tyree Kill trade. Run the tape back. I think I said it back like in August that I think this is Tyree Kill's last season with the Chiefs. Yeah, you did. I said that was. I said no way. But then I explained. I explained myself, and you were like, "Okay, that the way when you pose it that way, it kind of makes sense." And yeah. for basically a lot of the reasons that that are getting brought up now, the idea that okay, free agency hits next year, you're probably not going to sign them after next year, just purely based on basically, it's like they're they're betting on the fact that Tyree Kill is going to fall off within the next year or two, and he's not going to be worth that money. 
and that you're you're betting on the fact that you can run with Patrick Mahomes and you can trot guys like MVS who they just signed, Juju Smith-Schuster that they that they signed, Mecole Hardman and and the tra- all reliable tra- Travis Kelsey is going to be there, and that's going to be good enough to get you back to where you want to be. Now, in the short term, yes, you're a fucking drastically worse team without without Tyreek Hill for 2022. No fucking doubt. You, t- you take a hit there. Tyreek Hill is – he's one of one. Nobody does what Tyreek Hill can do. I think long-term, though, I think I think that Brett Veach is, is just seeing the bigger picture here with the, with this trade. And I think I think that's where I ultimately land on it. And I was really hoping – I was really hoping that Pat was going to be here for this because I know that he's been much anticipating the, this question or this, this response here, but – Dude, he broke his fucking son's arm. That's not that's not a type of guy that we want in Kansas City, you know? You know, it's really big of you to finally admit that Tyreek Hill is a uh, guy that abuses his child. Yeah. I don't actually mean what that. What happened recently? I say that, that, that I, you, you know, I, I, did you did you go back and look at the evidence? Is that what it was? What evidence? <laughs> You still can't commit. I can't fucking do it, dude. Fucking bit, dude. <laughs> I gave you I can't an even, out. I can't. I can't. Commit. I can't even commit to the bit, dude. I. I don't. <laughs> I hold. I hold Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill holds a place in my heart. I can't. Yeah, that's I, fair. I, I Honestly, I'll tell you what, though, dude. Uh, forget. I mean, I think the Chiefs are going to be just fine. Um, I think, like you they're said, su- they're Super Bowl. It's a combination odds. of a money thing and predicting his like decline given his age as a wide receiver. I'll tell you who's about to really suffer for this is Tyreek. I don't think so, man. I think they're going to find a way to use him. Dude, I, I, I trust. Tua, Tua is not very good, dude. Dude, I don't, not. I don't think, I don't think they're going to be utilizing him in that way though. I think, I think they're going to use him more as what they did with, with Watt. I think it's, it, they're basically going to have two Debo Samuels in the, in the backfield next year. Yeah, but he doesn't – listen, the the Dolphins – and it's funny because I've already seen like Barstool is running with, ooh, Tom Brady's trying to get traded to Miami. Um, Miami is an elite quarterback away from being a threat because they have weapons fucking everywhere, and they have a defense that's fucking cutthroat. But Tua is not going to give Tyreek Hill what Bat Mahomes does. He's just not. Um, I would say so. Uh, Miami is actually it's another a dip. team. It's a dip in production for Tyreek Hill, no matter how you spin it. Miami is actually another team that we need to that needs to be on our radar. And this is even before the Tyreek Hill trade of getting drastically better in the offseason. because one of their biggest knocks is on Miami's roster is their offensive line. Without without a fucking doubt, they have one of the most horrendous offensive lines that we've seen in our football watching lives. And yeah. That got that got drastically better because they also signed Teron Armstead. So all this money from this fire sale that they had a couple of years ago is all coming back now, and they're getting they're getting playmakers like they have they have yeah, but they're they're roster. dumping it in they're dumping it heavy in specific places. The same way that they accumulated all these draft picks, they sent you guys five draft picks for Tyree Kill. Not to mention signed him to an extension day one. I think that was. I mean, yeah, that was taking a snap for them, and they signed him to an extension. Yeah, that was part of that was that was part of the thing. That was part of the deal. I, I understand that, but that the, the point being, you sent five picks and you spent seventy five million on top of it. Yeah, one thing, one good thing that I'll say that Miami did though, they had two first round picks, 
And when I first saw that we that we got their first round pick, I thought we were getting their first round pick. We actually got the 49ers first round pick from the Trey Lance trade. So we pick and it'll be the Packers will pick uh 21st and 20 21st and 28th and then the Chiefs will pick 29th and 30th. Yeah. I saw something that there's like five teams right now that don't have a first round pick. Oh dude, it's worse than that. I saw I mean, I'm shooting from the hip here, but it was something along the lines of like between between the Chiefs, the Packers, the Jets, the Eagles, the Giants, and there's one other there's one or two other teams that I'm forgetting, but there's seven teams that basically control half of the first round. Yeah. Which is going to be interesting on draft day. I think the Jags might be might be one of them. Have the Jags had multiple this year? Uh, not in the first round. No. Okay. Well, shit. But I think they we could trade back. All right. I think I think that sums up everything that I had, we had to say about the AFC West. Congratulations, AFC West. A lot of talk about you guys. In the yeah, the, the whole the whole division is fucking dangerous. There's 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 um, a there, there's a chance, dude. I think that there is a real chance that all four teams might make the playoffs next year. Oh, we didn't touch on the Raiders though. The Raiders uh, getting. Uh, I mean, we did. Chandler Jones though too. Yeah, fine. They signed him. I think he got overpaid a little bit. I'm I'm personally big in the upside, camp of Chandler but, Jones is overrated. Yeah, big upside, but that's all you get there. Um, if we're moving, if we're going controversy, I want to move right from Tyree Kill to Deshaun Watson. We've okay. been on Watts up for a long time. Oh, and it's been a while since the last. This is season. This is a whole new season of Watts up because this is season three of yeah. Watts up. So what's up, dude? Uh, what's up is the Cleveland Browns after and their their legal team tweeted out they had a intense discussion with Deshaun Watson about his legal troubles, which I don't know if since the last time we recorded, we even mentioned that he's not being, uh, he was found, I forget what the official court designation was, basically uh, acquitted. no criminal charges. He was acquitted of criminal charges, yeah. Which it was funny because did you see the Adam Schefter tweet? On 22 counts of sexual Dude, assault. did you see, did you see the Adam Schefter tweet <laughs> right after that? No. Basically, Adam Schefter being like, "See, everybody, he's innocent," and it's like, "Dude, that's not what that means." Like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw he, he I saw his follow up tweet where he's like, "I feel like this needs to be addressed." And dude, fuck Adam Schefter, man. I mean, I feel like we're all sick of his ass. But um, yeah, even after the the long talk that the Browns had with him, somebody from in the building said, "Yeah, they talked to him for like twenty minutes." <laughs> That's a pretty um, long talk, man. If you're talking just about sexual assault cases, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. No, just kidding. Anyway. Yeah, well, it's averaging under a minute per allegation. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, it is wild to me. The, the, weird, the weirdness in Cleveland, how quickly we saw, I mean, the day before or two days before, you saw Baker requested a trade. They said no. And we saw all these teams. The Saints had interviewed Deshaun Watson. The Panthers had sat down with Deshaun Watson. Um, the Falcons were at one point the favorite to get Deshaun Watson. It was basically the entire NFC South 
when once Brady was gone, was looking to make their move at the throne. And they all backed out. And then next thing you know, it, it was just weird, right? Because all these other teams that you thought would make a run at him, the Colts didn't even talk to him. Um, but the Browns, who, I mean, let's not forget, Baker Mayfield was the 101 in 2018's draft. Um, yeah, Baker requests a trade. They say no, which makes you think like, okay, we want to keep him around. And then they go and sign Deshaun Watson. Baker's still on the roster. And he's what? The, the, the backup right now? I mean, no way he stays that way. Yeah, they haven't. I don't think um, they've released him. It's just interesting because with the success the Browns have had, even though I think we both agree, Baker has – it's a combination of things, I think. A, he has not played up to the 101 level. But B, he hasn't really been given – like the rest of the team has gotten better around him. The Browns aren't a joke anymore. But they're playing him when he's injured. You know what I mean? Like they, they've had some lucky or some hot streaks, however you want to fucking look at it. They haven't really done a lot of fucking favors for him. Um, they let oh, some mean, receivers walk. Yeah, you mean you mean how he had to play under fucking Hugh Jackson for that half a season? He played under Freddie Kitchens for the year after that. He played. Yeah. He took the Browns for their their first playoff win since like basically the inception of of the franchise, and then yeah, played with a torn labrum, and then played with a torn labrum all season, dude. I'm I'm fully in team. I am on team Baker is far from an elite quarterback, but he's getting dicked down big time by this. With that being said, though, if you're the Browns and you have the chance to go get Deshaun Watson, you don't pass it up. You do whatever it takes to get a guy like Deshaun Watson in your building and you lock him down like like they did a fully guaranteed contract. That's exactly what you do. The Browns, the Browns did, did what they had to do. It sucks for Baker. But now you've got a guy in Deshaun Watson who is likely pending that all legal stuff goes away. Right. You gotta get. You got your guy now. You got your. You got your. You got your. You got your guy. You got your guy. You got what You got. You got a top three, top five offensive line in in the NFL to protect him, and you've got weapons. And it's not all on. Desha- the, the craziest part is it's not even all on Deshaun because Stefanski loves to run the ball. So if you're not getting chunted to death, Deshaun's gonna fucking rip you apart in the air. Yeah, they resigned Njoku. They got Amari Cooper. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I think they released, right? Am I? Um, he has, he's on the trading block, I believe. I don't, I'm, I definitely didn't I see that Jarvis signed anywhere. Either way, either way, you're right. I mean, it makes sense from a financial standpoint. And I guess something I hadn't considered, and you just kind of got me thinking in this direction. Somebody's going to want Baker Mayfield. This this draft is the most, like. I mean, this is the black sheep draft. I've never seen a draft like this that I can remember. 20, Everybody's tw- like, yeah, fuck everybody in this 2012. Draft. Not just quarterbacks, but nobody seems interested. 20, 2012. Well, it, it brings up an, an interesting point that I've, I've heard floated around, and that is the idea that in, in past drafts, the current draft pick was more valuable. So you would you would like, you would like get more for later draft picks if you gave away your current draft pick. And now it's almost okay. like – it's such a desert out there that it's it's almost turned. And now 2023 draft picks are more valuable than than this year's draft picks. Is that Maybe. fair to say? That's just such a gamble. 
it's not, but it's not as much of a gamble when you know when you know what you're dealing with with this class. Yeah, you still have you still have a year of, a year of tape to watch for the next class of kids. You know, you know what I'm saying? Is that, is that, is that fair to say? Also, with your fingers being burnt and the way you're drinking that beer is hilarious. Yeah, this uh, I have my fingers out of the water right now, and I am talking through. I mean, it, this hurts pretty bad. <laughs> um. I'm sorry. What were we fucking talking about? My fucking hand hurts so bad. <laughs> You're good. We're 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 just wrapping up. We're wrapping up Brown's talk. Um. Yeah. I, I mean. Oh yeah. I think. Okay. So Baker Mayfield favorite to go where? Right. Because Seattle. It's. It, I would say Seattle. Right. Or or I mean, fuck. Or Houston. Maybe. It seems like they want to roll with Davis Mills though because he was serviceable last year, and the the Texans haven't done anything with their roster in in the offseason so far that that suggests. Yeah. That, that that suggests that they're looking at anything past next year. They signed AJ Can, who was our worst offensive lineman. Yeah, so. to a two to a two year deal. Like it's not they're not yeah. they're Congrats not. Congrats to them. They signed our worst offensive lineman. They haven't signed anybody. Yeah. Do we want to? Is it is it about that time of the night to to pivot to pivot the Jags talk real quick, or do we want to? I personally still I still have a fuck ton of notes. Um, I, I feel, mean, I can do Jags talk real quick. Um, We've spit the bag. We've thrown money all over the place. Christian Kirk, Zay Jones are the big additions that everybody's talking about. There's a few other signings. Oh, you're you're totally disrespecting. Who I thought was your biggest signing, you're totally disrespecting. Yeah, but I'm talking about – I'm talking to the general media. I'm not talking about – he's talking a sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, he's he might be the most he might be the best player. He's the best player. Yeah, he's he might (laughs) – yeah, aside from – Yeah, he's been in the league. Okay, fine. We we signed Brandon Sheriff, uh, offensive – Guard, guard yeah. for the uh, Washington Redskins and football team. He was never a commander. I don't think. Maybe for like two he was weeks. Never a commander. For like two whatever. weeks, he was a commander. Uh, he's been in the he's been in the league seven years. He's a five time Pro Bowler. He's fucking incredible. Um, fifth. That just doesn't hit the headlines. Fourth. Fourth. Or, hit the headlines the same way. Fourth or fifth. So, fifth overall pick in the in the fifteen draft. I think seventh. Either way, I mean, fucking stud. Um, that and franchise tagging Cam Robinson. I mean, I'm not convinced that we're not gonna still go ahead and take Evan Neal in the draft. Um, we've made some moves on defense. We signed, um, fuck. Now I'm forgetting because we keep talking about all these names. Uh, Darius Williams at corner, solid cornerback. Probably going to play the nickel position. Mm-hmm. I think Tyson Campbell made enough improvement in the regular seasons where he's going to be like our number one corner. Uh, you also signed. I literally can't even. Uh, Foyer, uh, Kuba, whatever. You, gave, you guys, you guys, you guys gave a few guys that I had never even heard of the bag. Yeah, but that guy, Foye Okuale, listen, buddy, by the time the season's over, I'm sure I'll have your fucking jerseys. So we'll just call him, let's just call him FOK for now. Here's what we're going to call him. We're going to call him Telvin Smith 2.0, as in doesn't get fucking arrested and leads the league. Led the NFL in tackles last year. We signed him, and in the same hour, we cut Miles Jack, the last remaining member of the Saxonville Jaguars. Yeah, uh, Miles Jack is sucked. Miles Jack is finally down. Yeah, nice joke. I haven't heard that a thousand fucking times locally. 
<laughs> I, 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 it sucks. I, I legit, love Miles Jack, but listen, I legit if, thought I'm I made honest, that up. if I'm being honest, and I hate seeing him go to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh must be on to some shit because we cut guys and they sign them immediately every time. It's because you guys um, beat him in the playoffs so many times that they're like, I mean, they're doing something right. Yeah, I guess. Um, it sucks because I love Miles Jack. But he really never made that jump. He was never versatile enough. It was always like, yeah, he's good at this. He's good at that. Oh, we should do this and that. We should rescheme our defense to uh, make it to where he can play a little bit better. Oh, he only works in this position. Why are you putting him there? It's like, you know, at the end of the day, we were talking about paying a guy a bunch of money. You're talking about re-signing a guy. Man, he needs to really be a more of a multi-tool, especially on a team that's completely got a new, got a new everything. Um. Wish all the success in the world for Miles Jack. Love Miles Jack. He was never down. Yeah. Can you walk me through this this Christian Kirk contract? Because I'm I'm baffled. By yeah. It. So Christian Kirk, if you look at it on paper, or if you on paper ping on the Schefter tweets, you're gonna see Christian Kirk four years, seventy five million dollars. You're gonna be like, what the fuck? That's exactly. That's exactly Kirk what I did. Because I play fantasy football, and I know he's like the fourth guy in Arizona. Um, Christian Kirk, all out. Massive upside, I think. Almost no ceiling slot wide receiver. Our local sports guys had uh, Arizona's wide receiver coach, whose name I'm fucking spacing on, on in an interview recently uh, because he grew up here in Jacksonville. And he was doing nothing but sucking off Christian Kirk about how he's, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's all the things you've heard before. First man at practice, last one to leave, blah, 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 glue of the fucking wide receiver core, blah, blah, blah. Um, Maybe you guys do need, like, a, a, a way, culture guy like that. Well, either know? way, when you look at that that tweet, you're like, okay, we overpaid Christian Kirk. Literally, he's only getting paid for the first two years, and then it's completely rescindable or negotiable or whatever. Like, the weird Taysom Hill type shit. Yeah. Um, so we're going to pay him for two years, and if it doesn't pan out, he's gone. And we don't have to pay him shit. So I'm not mad. Once I saw that follow up there, I do I like the idea of giving him not. giving giving Trevor like a an established target in the league. Exactly. I mean, that's what they did. We also signed Zay Jones. These are both guys that are not, you know, Devontae Adams or Tyree Kill or. Yeah. I don't like throwing OBJ in there, but and then the 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 other the other narrative that I've heard floating around with all these all these Jags moves is that yes, right now you have to pay a Jags tax because you are a down bad franchise, and to get guys to come to your franchise, you got to give them a little bit extra. So there's that that makes yeah, sense you do, too. You do also; they don't have to pay taxes here, but it, yeah, I mean you're not wrong. You do you got you got to pay these guys a little bit extra. To come down here. We picked first overall. Last year, we're about to do it again this year. Um, but again, this isn't money that we're really binded to. And we've been sitting on the largest salary cap in the NFL for, I mean, fucking damn near 24 months. So you might as well fucking use some of it. And you're getting rid of guys. Norwell is in Washington. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do with Linder. He's been a little banged up when he plays. He's great at center. But you basically rebuilt the offensive line. Oh, you know line. what you could do. You went out. You guys, you guys what? could. When do you, when do you guys pick at center? If you wanna, if you wanna scrap Linder, you guys could go pick up the number one center in the draft if he's available still and get Linder Baum from Iowa. Yeah, fine. 
I, I'm not sure what we're going to do in the draft. I'm sure we'll dedicate a whole podcast later in, into the draft. I, I wouldn't be against trading back. I wouldn't be against Hutchinson. I wouldn't be against Evan Neal. At this point, I just want to see improvements on the roster. So to everybody that is looking at the Christian Kirk and the Zay Jones contracts and saying like, oh, what the fuck? Tyreek Hill is on the market. OBJ, Amari Cooper. Um, you never would have got those guys. They, they would have they never been there. No, you could have got those guys. We had the money. But don't, don't sit here and say, we have all this money. Why aren't you buying guys for Trevor? And then when we buy guys – say you bought the wrong ones because we added six players to the roster in one fucking day. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you could have spent the whole fucking bag on a guy like Devonte Adams. If he was willing to even fucking come here to begin with. And then what? That's it. You know what I mean? Like this, this team has holes all fucking over it. I'm not big on Evan Ingram, for example, but the deal. And I, I gotta give Trent Baalke fucking credit where credit is due. I guess. I don't know who's holding his hand through these contracts. These contracts all make sense. The Christian Kirk one, as I said before, is only two years. Evan Ingram is a one-year proof deal. The dude has more receptions in his time in the NFL than every tight end that has been on the Jaguars roster since, since, since Evan Ingram was drafted in the first round. His receptions and yardage is more than every tight end we've had on our roster since then combined. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And I don't think the dude's a true tight end. I think he's a slot wide receiver in disguise. I don't think he can block for shit. But fuck him. We have not had a good tight end since Mercedes Lewis, and I think we're cursed because of it, and we should make right by that. All that bullshit aside, I mean, fuck. They're making moves, dude. They're giving guys for Trevor. We've got a better offensive line. You've got guys on defense. We've got draft picks. I mean, honestly, we should just move on, I think, from the Jags, unless you want to talk about the Urban Meyer news that came out. Uh, we can touch on it real quick, and then I was gonna, I, I was gonna, I was gonna try to persuade you into hitting the bongos a couple minutes early and in, 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 in wrapping up quarterback carousel. Yeah, um, yeah, fine. We'll just do Urban Meyer real quick. Yeah, the report from the Athletic has come out from anonymous players within our team, and I mean, God damn it, it was even worse than we thought. Uh, for anybody that hasn't heard, Urban Meyer not only was he unprofessional, he didn't even know the NFL. Dude, we were playing these teams, and he before we played the. You, I mean, Russ, you saw this, right? Yeah, I think my take on this is totally different than yours, though. I'm actually kind of backing Urban on this. Before we played the Rams, Urban Meyer walked into a film conference and said, "Who's this number ninety nine guy? I heard he's might give us problems." Dude, that's a total. Urban dad- Meyer didn't know dude, who Aaron Donald. Was. Dude, dude, that to me that screams corny, corny white dad joke. No, dude. Yes, dude. I don't think so. I think it was because a fucking joke. He did it joke. again with Debo Samuel. He did, it, dude. Oh, I he mean, only these did it. Are flooding out now. He only did it with fucking superstars, dude. I think he was. I I think that this is being. I I don't think that that's totally legit. I honestly, think, at this point, I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. At this point, I'm ready to believe. Well, nobody's he is the biggest flop in NFL coaching history. Oh yeah, or old boy from. I mean, it's basically between him and old boy from. I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank on his name, but the Chip dude. Kelly? No, not Chip Kelly. For the the dude for the Falcons, like a while back, uh, Petrino, Bobby Petrino. Ah, I mean Chip Kelly. Yeah, Urban Meyer definitely takes the cake though with all this coming out. This it's not even yeah. close. 
But yeah, let's uh, let's hit the bong. Let's hit the bongos real quick, and then we need to wrap up a couple of uh, quarter other quarterback trades that have gone down. Back segment number three. Shout out to the bongos. Always there for us. We love you. Also, if you're still listening, if you're still listening. Thanks again, everybody. We uh, we always love just that you're the, here. You're here hanging out with us. You know, you're, you're part of this conversation too. So I hope you're. Dude, do you remember the Donkey Kong Bongos game? I think about that every time the Bongos go off. Uh, I I need to see a picture or a clip or something. I, I don't think I know what you're talking about. Also, Dude, quick. Before uh, there was Dance Dance Revolution and before there was Guitar Hero, there was a Nintendo game. And it was Donkey Kong, and you clipped in a pair of bongos to the Nintendo, and you played like Guitar Hero, <laughs> just with the bongos. That sounds sick for its time. No, dude, it's the dumbest shit ever. Dude, Guitar Hero is the dumbest shit ever if you think about it. No, fuck you, dude. Guitar Hero rules. Dude, I dude, I was the Guitar Hero. You're talking to I was expert level. I was the guitar hero, dude. Before I got a real guitar. That's, oh my that's god, dude, I dude, I dude. If spring went, so I don't have Isla next year for spring break, and the players is played during spring break. Dude, I'm me and Pat are already making plans to come down to Duval next spring break for the players. You better have guitar hero ready because I'm we are we're going. Fuck your ass and up, dude. you're not allowed. Pause. You're not allowed to practice at all. You're not allowed to touch anything. Neither one of us can touch a guitar hero guitar. Okay, mean I don't either. I don't either. Put me, put me through the fire and flames, dude. I'm ready to go. Oh, Dragon Force, bro. Come on, They're, come on. Um, all right, let's. I, I honestly, I have so many notes left that we. I need to just focus on heavy, on heavy hitters here. Yeah, we got a rapid fire. Dude. So let's, let's, uh, let's stick to the, let's stick to the quarterback carousel here. Um, just some, some quick hitters here. Mitch Trubisky, he signs with the Steelers. As of right now, he's the starter. Yeah. 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 There's like you don't you don't see them going after like keeping Kenny Pickett in town and running with him next year. Like I would much rather run. No, with no, 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 It's Mitch. Yeah, I. That's the. And it should be. I think Mitch. It should be a starter. Yeah, I mean he's. I, I think he's like uh, he. He's like discount Baker Mayfield is like kind of like the way that I see him. Yeah, fine. Start him. Like Fuck literally, him. like literally discount Baker Mayfield. He's a lot cheaper. Um, and then Teddy. I don't know what the, what Teddy's health status is, but he signed with the Dolphins uh, a backup contract. So, two is de- I mean, two is definitely the guy in, in Miami for for this season at least. Yeah, that means nothing to me. The Teddy thing, yeah. Yeah, um, and then we had some other. Uh, the the I guess if we're going from least important and working our way up, we'll get to the reason why this guy signed here. But Marcus Mariota is getting another shot in Atlanta. And I actually, I actually like this for Atlanta because Atlanta's totally fucked as a, as a franchise right now. So I think Marcus Mariota yeah, the the, the is the perfect type of guy to come in for this type of tenure. And I think there's a chance that Mariota could fuck around and like not be not be like right. guy, the guy and like turn his career around. But he could be. He's totally. I, I I said this the whole time that he was a backup in Vegas. That he he's a he's he's not that bad. He he deserves like to be at least a chance to be a starter. No, he could do with this team what Matt Ryan was already doing. You you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He basically is Matt Ryan. Now, I don't know who he's throwing the ball to because Kyle Pitts, I guess. That's I, I mean Kyle Pitts is wide receiver. Yeah, Russell Gage is gone, Calvin Ridley is suspended. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst and Kyle Pitts, dude. I don't know, that's it. Duval local hate Hurst. I'm also I, I'm I'm also thoroughly convinced that Kyle Pitts might just be a wide receiver next year. 
he might he literally might not line up at tight end. I've heard rumors that he is also up for a trade. That would be spicy because Kyle Pitts is very fucking good. Yeah, dude. Kyle I'm Pitts is. What do you think? What do you think the trade value is for Kyle Pitts right now? A first rounder and, um, and a first rounder and, and what? Players. First and a second. First and a second. I think that's fair. Depending, Depending on what. Depending on the, where your pick is. I was gonna say, can, if yeah. you're in the top ten, it's a first and a second. I agree. I tend to agree. Um. Anyway. I like I like the move for the Falcons. The Falcons are fucked completely as a franchise right now. They're their biggest right. the Falcons' biggest signing money wise this offseason has been to Young Way Koo. They signed a five year mm-hmm. deal for Young Way Koo. That's that's just to show you that the state of the Falcons are basically saying, like, yeah, we're probably not gonna score a lot of touchdowns next year, so let's lock down our threes. Our three point king. Yeah. Cordero Patterson is just gonna be in the team. Yeah. It's it's funny because Young Way Koo literally got a bigger contract than than Cordero Patterson did. Well, the Falcons are literally a, a high school team. Where they're like, yeah, we've got this one really athletic guy, and he's just going to be the entire offense. Yeah, also, I'm sorry if I look distracted. There's currently 25 seconds left in the St. Peters-Purdue game. St. Peters is up by two, so we, we might have some crazy – I mean, breaking, I'm the only one that can see you, and you're good. Breaking news um, here here in a minute. We'll give you the, the live updates. All right, updates. let's move to Indy since we talked the Falcons. Why are we moving to Indy, Beef? Why would we? Why why would we transition there? Well, because Matt Ryan went from the Falcons to the Colts. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I am so happy. <laughs> that is so stupid. I mean, I like. Not only are they picking up all that money, and listen, nothing against Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, I think, is a fine quarterback. But goddamn, dude, are they literally just? They're just doing the. They're just running it back. You went Philip Rivers. Right? He's like, oh, he's too old. He can't get it done. He never got it done before. Get somebody young, hot, somebody committed. Carson Wentz. Somebody who's so committed, he throws his body into every play, gets demolished over and over again, and then loses a playoff window to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are the worst team in the fucking league. Then they're like, well, give me the opposite of that. They're like, well, that's right back to Phillip Rivers, but we can't get him because he's coaching high school. Well, who's next on the line? Let's get Matt Ryan. Hey, just so you know, Matt Ryan signed one of the biggest contracts on the market for that time a few years ago. Fuck it, pay him. Also, he's at the end of his rope. Fuck it, pay him. I'm fucking stoked. The AFC South is wide open. Hammer. The Jags are plus 550 right now to win the AFC South. Hammer that. Uh, the only the only, the only, reason I wouldn't do that is because of Derrick Henry. Like, literally. Like, that's the only reason. That I, that, I, that I have to not hammer that, but I'm... I'm going to call my shot right now. This is the year. I'm definitely going to sprinkle. I'm also toying around... the year when the wheels fall off of Derrick Henry. I also, uh, I've also been toying around with the idea of just like not placing a bunch of bets and instead just going full future guy next next season and just, and just rooting for all my games based on my futures. Mm. Just to, just to, I mean, I'll probably try it out for the first week, first few weeks and then... Well, I mean, maybe even through the first slate of games on week one and then be d- done with it. But let's – so, all right. Yes, the AFC South is wide open. And the Colts, what – how did how did this such such fall from grace happen with Chris Ballard where he was, like, touted as, like, one of the top GMs in the NFL? It seems like he hits on, like, every draft pick, right? It seems like almost every yeah. draft pick he yeah, hits. nothing else. The guy has nothing, nothing to – he has no Drop clue how Taylor. to – is 
Come, listen, coming into this year, Jonathan Taylor is the number one running back. He's the new left bell. He gets all the carries. He gets all the production. He's the motherfucker that nobody wants to see. You're talking Jonathan fantasy? Taylor, and, and credit where credit's due, he's that dude. Oh, he's he absolutely. Matt Ryan, who is a sit-back-in-the-pocket, air-it-out kind of fucking guy. He's zero mobility. And they have a decent O-line in Indy. But who the fuck is he throwing the ball to? Who, Matt Ryan? Yeah. Dude, fucking Pittman. Also, hold on. There's four seconds left in this game. Three, Pittman, two. Hold on, hold on. Something Michael crazy about to happen. Wouldn't give Carson Wentz his number. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. Crazy ending just now in the Purdue St. Peter's game. Oh, my God, dude. St. Peter's, shout out. Breaking news live on the podcast. Cinderella story. St. Peter's Peacocks. The the dream is alive still. They advanced to the Elite Eight and beat Purdue. This is fucking madness. I cannot believe a 15 seed. The first fifth, the lowest seed in tournament history to make an Elite Eight. Just witness fucking college basketball history. This is fucking crazy, dude. And the way the game ended, too, was Purdue had a good look for three to tie the game to go to overtime. And it hit the front rim, bounced up like right up in like right above the basket, kind of like the Kawhi three to win to win the Eastern Conference Finals a few years ago, and just fell just right outside of it, bro. It was so dramatic. And St. Peter's is now going to face the winner of tonight's UCLA versus North Carolina game for a chance to go to the fucking final four, dude. I can't believe I can't even believe this right now. Congratulations, St. Peter's. This is nuts. Oh, there I'm watching the replay, and it's that's wow, Purdue. You had all week. Yeah, to, I for one, I'm shocked. This I'm is I'm as impacted to, as that hardwood was when Zion jumped on it yesterday. Dude, to me, <laughs> that's funny. To me, this is this is <laughs> this is more shocking than the Kentucky loss because in round one of the tournament, it's like this: the Cinderella teams can come out of nowhere. But if you're Purdue, you just fucking saw, you just fucking saw this team do what they did to Kentucky. And then do what they did to Murray State. And then you had all week to, to prepare for this game. You know they're not a pushover. And you still you, you let them fucking beat you still. Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey might be the number one pick in the draft next year. That's he plays for, March Madness, for Purdue. This is fucking crazy. So I just I had to give a second to suck off to suck off the Peacocks real quick. And then uh we're back to football. I think we only have one other one other big quarterback splash deal to talk about. And we were just talking about the Colts, right? Yeah. Why did the Colts get Matt Ryan? Well, Carson Wentz is now a commander. The first the first true commander. The commander of the commanders. That's true. He's the commander of the commanders. He's the commander-in-chief. Um, it's pretty crazy to me that the football team, it just really feels like they don't want to win. Yeah, dude, this is the dumbest signing of the whole. Dude, this is the dumbest signing of, of the whole offseason. I'm glad that we saved this for last. This is the dumbest fucking signing of, of the whole, the whole. Off- Who was the last good? Qu- you know what's fucking crazy? The last good quarterback that the fucking Washington whatevers have had is Kirk Cousins. That is fucking. Well, I, I mean, let's not disrespect Alex Smith here. Okay, fine, but I mean, he literally broke his entire. You know, he cousin Ray Ray from Dodgeball fell off a roller coaster, broke every bone in his body. Yeah. Oh, speaking but, of Ray Ray, uh, the 49ers signed uh, Ray Ray McLeod. The only reason that I think about that is because Ray Ray McLeod is the coolest name in the NFL. 
is a sick name. Um, but um, yes, cousin cousin Ray Ray from Dodgeball. Yes, classic. Great great reference there. Haven't 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 heard that reference in a, in a minute. Yeah, I mean the Washington football team, my NFC beast team, which has now moved back into gold medal status for the worst division in football. I mean. I have no idea what the fuck any of them are doing. Dude, the biggest Daniel the, the Jones biggest signing should not be the quarterback in New York. Um, Dude, the biggest know, signing in that in that whole actually, I am I am slightly woke, and I'm 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 putting put this put this in a little tickler file thing for next season. I'm I'm, I'm planting this I'm planting this take now. I'm not going to talk about it much for the rest of the offseason, but just, I'm planting it now, and we'll we'll we'll, re, we'll rediscuss this in a few months. Run the tape back. I think Brian Dayball can do something with Daniel Jones. I mean, he is the quarterback whisperer we've seen once. <laughs> but the difference is, is that Buffalo, right? Yes, he developed Josh Allen from, again, I've, I've owned up to this before. I'll own up to it again. I thought Josh Allen was a bum, and he's become one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. You can give Brian Dayball a lot of credit for that. I wanted him here when we hired Urban Meyer. But but Buffalo did a, did a bunch of fucking solids by Josh Allen. They went out and got the best receivers in the NFL. They went out and made sure that they had a lockdown defense. They made sure that they were a team that was not to be fucked with. The Giants have done none of that. The Giants have – who's the number one wide receiver in New York? Uh, Kenny Galladay, who had who you is and, it Kenny Galladay? Because I don't even fucking know. Well, dude, that's because you, me, and Pat combined had as many touchdowns as as Kenny. Gall- Actually, not even combined. Each of us individually had as many. Anybody listening to this podcast and your mothers <laughs> and your grandmothers and your fucking dog had as many touchdowns as Kenny Galladay did. I'm trying to do the the New York thing right now. Is Sterling Shepard still there? Yes, but he's. He's just always hurt, dude. He's always hurt. And then who's the other one? They got homeboy from Florida that was fighting people. Oh, Kad- uh, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? What the fuck is Brian Dayball supposed to do exactly? Except, except get the promotion. Congrats, Brian. You're promoted. You're the fucking man. We're all we're all happy you got promoted. You didn't have to leave the state. Wait, uh, wait, which wait, which wait, which which Brian are you, are you talking? Are you doing the Bill Belichick thing right now? Which Brian are you talking to? Oh, I'm talking Dayball. I oh, okay. Don't, I, don't mix up my I didn't yeah. think you were like accidentally telling Brian Flores that he got the job. Yeah, I. The entire NFC East is a fucking joke. I don't. I, I've honestly, I've, I've started to flip my perspective even on Jalen Hurts, who we're all high on. I think Gardner Minshew should start over Jalen Hurts. Oh, I don't think. So. I, I, I don't think that. Why? Why? Look at the numbers. Okay. Gardner has a better. A better touchdown interception rating than any quarterback in the NFC East right now. I thought you were about to say the NFL has been a bit, dude. Stop. No, he has a better completion percentage than any quarterback in the NFC East right now. I'm not. I'm not fucking around when I say if the Eagles had been a little more aggressive and signed one of these free agent wide receivers that's floating around because they're all moving, and then you put Gardner Minshew in, they might be the favorite for me. Who? Okay. Question: Who's the favorite to win the NFC East right now? I mean, it's. I mean, I would still. I would say the Cowboys still, even though they lost Lyle Collins and fucking Randy Gregory. The Cowboys are scaring me because it makes me. My feeling on the Cowboys right now is that these moves that we've been scratching our heads over, as we alluded to earlier, 
are all a symptom of Jerry Jones being senile as fuck. I I think the Eagles. Well, fuck, it's tough because Dak Dak is the man. Dak is good. That's that that, that the thing. That's the thing that, that is like that sets them apart because they actually have a quarterback. We're fine. Okay, fine. So to fix the Eagles, to make the Eagles the number, I think the Eagles get a bump if they swap Jalen for Gardner. I genuinely believe that. I I I think if anything, it's more of a lateral move. I don't think it really changes anything, other than maybe like a game or two. I think it means you can throw the ball instead of just fucking being what wildcat. Jalen can throw the ball. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, can he? Not. It's it's not significantly worse than Gardner. That was Gardner's big thing is he just like kind of makes magic happen, dude. He's just Gardner's not known for his arm strength or for his accuracy yeah, or anything I like might that. Just be, I might just be distracted by my homosexual attraction to Gardner. Mitchell. That's gotta be that's the only thing I think of, dude. If he if Gardner was was like if he was able to go out there in jorts and chuck the ball around the yard, I would I would totally agree with you. Also, wow, you just yeah, gripped your if Jalen had a bullet. Anyway, we gotta move on. We do gotta move on. Let me run through real quick. What are we? What are we missing here? What are what are the big, big heavy hitting? Von Miller to the, dude. This is so crazy that like Von Miller signing a six year, hundred million dollar contract gets like this swept over and just glossed over. That's a massive fucking deal, and it's it's kind of ridiculous. Well, let me pause because I'm doing the thing right now that I don't want to do, and I'm making a big deal of the contract when in reality it's probably more like what the Christian Kirk deal is. Where they could sign Von Miller for or have him play for two years. He is very old. He's not he's not 2015 Super Bowl MVP Von Miller. It's still a good signing for the Bills. It feels like an unnecessary signing. Um, oh, I don't know yeah, why. That team is no different to me. I wrote this wrong. Uh, other massive wide receiver shift. Allen Robinson goes to the the Rams, and for the first time in Allen Allen Robinson's career, he'll have, he'll have a quarterback. Throwing him the football. Yeah. Look yeah, he's out. just going to fill the OBJ role. I mean, the Rams are still going to be a threat. Yeah. Between you and me. As long hey, as they can keep balancing hey, the checkbook like this, I'm the Rams lean, are going to be dangerous. I'm going I'm to I'm lean in close here so you, so you can hear me, so so the rest, so that nobody else can hear me. I got, I'm got. i going to try to pick up Allen Robinson pretty early in the in the draft this year. Yeah, go I, for I it. I feel like he's going to he, He's gonna be – you're, you're going to? Well, we'll see. No, I'm not. You're not You're not going to. Because Cooper no. Cup? Yes. I think that – I don't know. We'll see. Our league is a PPR league, but I'm oh, – And they've still got Robert Woods, who they say they're going to move, but they haven't. Um, oh, did she, oh, let's talk about the one of the weirdest non-signings so far. And uh, that's Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew does not play for an NFL team, which is just blowing my mind right now. That makes absolutely zero fucking sense. I I, I don't yeah. understand what's going on with that because the Chiefs they signed about the only guy who was worth a damn on on the Texans safe on the Texans defense last year in Justin Reed, and they signed him to a three year deal. And I'm I'm just kind of scratching my head about it. Like Justin Reed's a fine player, but he's no honey badger. No, I mean it, it's a symptom of a weird off season and a lot of big names getting shuffled around in the draft not being particularly attractive. I think Tyra Matthew. I said this last time we recorded. I think he does remain a Kansas City Chief. I think he ends up settling for 
a disrespectful payment. I think you guys pay him way less than he's worth and he takes it. Or he goes somewhere else. But, I mean, if he was going to get the big flashy well, bag, I was like, thinking, what happened already? I was thinking maybe Baltimore. And honestly, this is one of my last remaining notes that I had because I, I could have had – I literally could have had 800 fucking notes, dude. I, I kept it to only big signings. Yeah. My last big signing that I had was I was thinking Tyron Matthew maybe to Baltimore. Baltimore went out and got Marcus Williams, and they signed Mike Marcus Williams to a three-, four-year deal, um, which I love that. I think Marcus Williams is wildly underrated, and I think that – we, we, we talked about this last pod, I think. I think Marcus Williams gets he gets bad flack because of the, the Minnesota Miracle. And outside of the Minnesota Miracle, he's done nothing short of be like like a, a Pro Bowl-level safety. Yeah, I'd still rather have. Honey Badger, Badger absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why it's so head-scratching. But who knows, man. Maybe they got the, they, they got the price right for Marcus Williams and they, they like his youth. Tyron Matthew, I mean – he is in his thirties, so I mean, he's kind of get, he's getting up there. You don't, you, he's probably beyond now the signing yeah, like a multi-year players deal. Players to keep an eye on between now and next pod: Tyra Matthew, Baker Mayfield, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, I don't know about Bobby Wagner though, because just because like he's he's fell off, dude. I love. I, I hey, he's still, still a big talent, still a big locker room guy. I think a team that needs a culture shift and a, and a linebacker, you go get him facts as a foundation. Absolute facts. Um, and then I just wanted to real, real quick. Have you, before, before I let you go, have you watched like any of March madness at all? Or am I just, am I just talking to nobody right now? No, I haven't watched literally any of it. Damn. That's really disappointing. Did you end up going to the players a couple weeks ago? No, it rained the entire time. Yeah, that was kind of whack. It, it, it got most of it got rained. They ended up finishing on like Monday afternoon, and it was just kind of yeah. weird the way that it all ended. I wasn't. Yeah, the the, the weather. Yeah, I had no desire to be a part of that. Well, you you had said you had said that you were going to go um, with a, a couple months ago. You were you were talking about that you were going to go with uh, some of your Duval boys. Yeah, Nick, friend of the pod, was coming in town, and the weather was just so bad. I was like, yeah, I'm good. Um, also, speaking of which, uh, I was talking about running into uh, Iowa State wide receiver Xavier Hutchinson. Bartram Bartram Trail is where he went to high school. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I, that's that's like your neck of the woods, right? Mm. Ish? St. John's County, but yeah. Yeah, we played them in sports. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Hutch. He's he's coming back for his COVID year, so maybe maybe he puts up he puts up decent numbers this year. He goes to an NFL squad. Maybe he goes back home to Duval. Maybe maybe a, a late round pick. Maybe an undrafted free agent or something. Who knows? Yeah, again, not Duval. He's St. John's County, but we consider it. I think that no, like North North St. <laughs> John's they get they get like residual Duval, right? No, you rep- no. Uh, I'll reference the Cat Williams Netflix special when I say what the the hood you belong to in Jacksonville entirely depends on what side of what bridge you grew up on. That's a that, yeah. He's on the wrong side of the St. John's Bridge, man. Yeah, dude, that's so funny because like when I think of that, it is when I think of and this sucks because this is this is such bad radio for anybody who's not who's not from or, or been around Duval County. 
But I like, mean, anybody wants to Google Maps, just Jacksonville, dude. It, that's so, see. dude. That's so funny to like say. Gotham, dude. That's it's so funny, dude. It's like, dude, dude. Duval County is like, it's like a real life like Grand Theft Auto map, because you, you you're right. You cross one bridge and you're in a totally different fucking part of town, dude. When you cross Wonder, like when you when you leave Mayport and you cross the Wonderwood Bridge. And you get to the other side of that like five fucking mile long Wonder Wonderwood Bridge, you're in a yeah, totally it is it is light years fucking different the, the the houses that you see on the other side of that bridge. And that's every part of town. Yeah, I, I love it here, man. Yeah, I miss it. I can't wait to come back. I, I I'm I'm looking forward. I want to see you and uh you and shout out Andy. I talked to I talked to Andy earlier today. He just had a little baby girl, so. A couple months ago. So oh, she, nice. She's like three months old now. So, yeah. The listeners don't want to hear about that. We can talk about that off air and shit. Um, also, I got to send you a picture of the – we're recording a little late. I'll apologize to listeners for my busy work schedule. But I got uh, caught up in a little bit of extra stuff at work. I'm going to send Russ a photo now, actually, of the bullshit that I got caught up in. But – um. Yeah, man. Duval County, it rules. Hell yeah! Shout out, shout out the list, shout out the new listeners, shout out the the Iowa State crew that I mentioned earlier. Um, shout out the St. Peter's Peacocks for making the Elite Eight a fifteen, a fucking fifteen seed, making the Elite Eight absolutely ridiculous. I don't see why it would. I don't see why either UCLA or fucking North Carolina would stop them at this point. And then shout out all the guys that got their contracts, you know, shout out, shout out, shout outs. Fuck. I don't know. But for real though, everybody, we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us, uh, spending a little bit of your time to listen to us fucking schmucks talk about NFL bullshit. Um, yeah. You got, you got any closing, closing words, beefy? Uh, nah, you know, just uh, go Jags. Hell yeah. I promise. NFL. Congrats We're, on the NFL for still being the best league, even in the offseason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maintaining fucking A1 status throughout March Madness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We promise. I can't promise, but we're going to try to definitely not let two and a half weeks go by before our next pod. Yeah. All right. It's the PBR Sports Pod. Thank you.